Welcome to Explore the Word Podcast. Hope you're having a fantastic day. And in this uh, podcast, we're going to look at a place called heaven. Uh, pretty much everyone I've met in my life likes or approves of the idea of heaven. Now, I've heard many different ideas and takes on what heaven is or is not. Some explanations have been very much out there, and you probably have heard some interesting things as well. So, it's always good to look at the Word of God to see what it says. We can trust the Scriptures to be true. So what does the Bible say? Heaven was created by God. When or how long ago is a mystery hidden for man. God is eternal. So sometime eternity passed and you start thinking about eternity, you're probably going to need an Advil or a Tylenol, not too distant future, because it's, it's impossible for our minds to get around. Heaven will last forever. 2 Corinthians 5.11, a house not made with hands eternal in the heavens. Heaven is a prepared place for a prepared people. John 14.2, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not, so I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. These verses are pretty, were pretty impactful in my own life, in my own place of accepting Christ as my savior. Heaven uh, is the abode of the Almighty, um, Matthew 6, 9, our Father, which art in heaven. It's a place called uh, of rest as well, Hebrews 4, 9. There, there remaineth therefore a rest for the people of God. We read in John 14, it's called the Father's house. It's called paradise, 2 Corinthians 12, 4. And a new such man caught up into paradise. So, how big is heaven? Jeremiah thirty-one seventeen tells us, Thus saith the Lord, if heaven above can be measured. It's, it's an inference of it can't be. Uh, it, it's too big. It's immeasurable. And uh, there's another thing mentioned about, uh, or gives us a little context about how great heaven is. Uh, some have thought that New Jerusalem is heaven, and that's not true. It's a very big place, though. Uh, New Jerusalem is equal in length, width, and height, and that is, uh, which is 12,000 furlongs. So furlong is not a measurement that we use in our day, so it, it equals out to 600 feet long, one furlong. furlong. So 12,000 multiplied by 600, I'm going to be honest, I did haul out the old calculator for that, is 7.2 million feet. That is massive. I went uh, to a place in Romania in Bucharest called the Palace of Parliament. Uh, and I, at the time I went, I think it was the second biggest building in the world. The Pentagon was the only one bigger. And we only went through a small portion of that place. And we were there all morning just walking around. And we didn't go, like I said, very far at all in sense how big it was. But the New Jerusalem is so much bigger than that. I mean, it's massive. And I say all that to say this, that in Revelation 21, 2, it says, And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven. So heaven is much greater for New Jerusalem to come from it. You know, it, it descends from it. So heaven is much greater than that. So it's immeasurable. It's a holy place. Psalms 20, uh, verse 6. He will hear him from his holy heaven. It's a place 
That's a happy place. God will wipe away all tears from their eyes. According to Revelation 21.4, there's no more death, no more sorrow, no more pain. Doesn't that sound like a wonderful place? No more aches and pains when you wake up in the morning. No one's hungry. No one's thirsty. Neither will it be cold like it here in Canada in the wintertime or early spring like we're, uh, we're going through right now. It's a little coolish. You know, it's a perfect temperature. This sounds like an amazing place, right? Not everyone gets access to this amazing eternal place. The devil will not enter there. Revelation 20.10 And the devil that deceived them was cast in the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Wow. Not only the devil will be uh, forbidden, but it goes into greater detail in Revelation 21 verse 8. But the fearful, the unbelieving, and the abominable, the liars, the whoremongers, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars... These are individuals who do have not placed their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. They will not be permitted to enter this amazing place. The current and future inhabitants of this incredible place are God himself. We ever saw that in Matthew 6, 9, our Father which art in heaven. And in Acts 3, it's recorded for us that the Lord Jesus ascended from the midst of the disciples to heaven. There's a great host of angels reside in heaven. In Matthew chapter 18, verse 10 uh, that it says the latter part that in heaven their angels do always behold the face of my Father which is in heaven, and uh, other places talk about uh, the legions of uh, angels who could have come help the Lord uh, just before his crucifixion and things, implying lots a great host of angels, and all those who trusted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior will be in heaven. First Thessalonians four fourteen. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him and bring with him to heaven. Um, just a few more thoughts from Revelation chapter 22, verses 1 to 5. It shares a lot of great truths concerning heaven, how perfect a place it is, a place of perfect satisfaction. Uh, Revelation 22, verses 1 to 2, it talks about a great descriptions given to us of the a uh, pure river or water, a tree with 12 kinds of fruit. It's a place of comfort. That's just the idea that the picture we're getting. In verse 2, the leaves of that tree located in heaven are for the healing of the nations. Um, the Lord provides marvelously and miraculously for his people. A place where sin will not affect. Revelation 22 verse 3 and there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. No more the curse of sin affecting our lives. We look around our world right now, and we see the effects of sin everywhere. You don't have to look very far. And you see destruction, you see all kinds of things. So it's really hard for us to imagine a place where there is none. There is no effect. Uh, sin, the sin effect at all. This would be a wonderful place. I think if you've asked anyone if they wanted to go to heaven, they would say yes. They might not have understand the process, how to be prepared for heaven, because heaven is a place for prepared people, and the preparation is accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I read this really neat little story that really ties us all in really well. 
A king gave to his clown a walking stick in honor of him being the best clown, the biggest fool. And on the day that the clown was given this walking stick, he was told, you can't give this away to anyone but to a greater fool. That was the king's words. One day the king was dying and the clown came to visit him, probably with the idea to try to cheer him up, you know, do some uh, funny things, whatever it would be to, you know, bring a smile to the face of the king. And the clown, at the end of his little thing, his, his little routine, asked the king what preparations he had made to go to heaven. And the king replied very quickly, he said none. Then the clown responded by giving the king the walking stick and remarked, you are the greatest fool. Hmm. Do not follow the steps of the foolish king. Accept Christ and accept him today. Hope that's been a help to you to understand heaven in a, in a big, bigger and better way. Thank you for listening in. And until next time, keep exploring the word and looking to Jesus.